Hello there and welcome to the Information Entropy Podcast, where we try and take some science and squish it into a show and hopefully make it less confusing than it was at the beginning. Last week we tackled addiction and maybe revealed a bit too much about ourselves, but this week we turn our attention to electric vehicles. If you feel so inclined, you can follow us on Twitter at InfoEntropyPod, Instagram is InformationEntropyPod, and of course we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this now. And what helps us out absolutely massively is if you can give us a rating or share it with someone, uh, we appreciate that a huge, huge amount. As per usual though, I am joined by my very good friend, Mitchell Gouting. How are you, mate? Uh, a bit roasty toasty. But aside Roasty from that, toasty today. Yeah. You know, we, we talked about uh, in the news in the last episode, we talked about like capabilities and uh, over a certain temperature, the human brain starts to struggle. Yeah. Like, uh, I've got a watch that takes my temperature. <clears throat> Excuse me. And over the past week, it's like, it hasn't gone below 30. So I've been struggling. <laughs> I've been struggling hard. Um, yeah. Yeah. Been, That's fair. It takes a toll on the mind. It does. And I think the repeated heat also takes the toll because it hasn't been just been hot. It hasn't been like you've had time to acclimatize. It was like, it's been 35. And okay, now we're back to 20. And now it's 35 again. And well, my car earlier, uh, earlier this week, it was 38 is what I had in the UK. Sat in, well, sat in traffic with no aircon in a car. Oh mate! Yeah, I didn't say that earlier. The aircon in my car doesn't. The I think something to do with the resistors broken in the actual like the dial. So I can put it to one, right, and the aircon works. But if I then put it to two, three, or four, like fan speed, the aircon turns off. <laughs> oh no! So, so yeah. So what I had to do was like <laughs> it's such a stupid thing. I had to uh, like put it to one. Let the, the cool air spool into the vents, then whack it up to three so it would blow it at me, then put it back down to one. It's like you're priming the car, just yeah. letting the uh, yeah cold air float around. Oh, that's a nightmare, mate. Yeah, it was especially with what the, what we've been going through with like weather wise. It's not. It's the first time I've driven it a long distance because I, I drove back from Devon, and I had to have like on the dual carriageway, I had to have the windows fully open. It was uh. just. Like even the, having the fans on with the outside air, it just it was still just so hot. That was like okay, a breeze. You get the hairdryer effect at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I came I came out of the car with a nice uh, quiff. It was great. <laughs> yeah, but I, I hate that's one of the things I hate here in the summer, and obviously you're experiencing it there now. It's like it's 38, 40, and like you're like okay, there's a bit of wind now. This will be nice, but it's just hot air blowing yeah. at you, and it just doesn't help at all. No. So yeah, fun stuff. All right, before we get into some news, uh, I just want to apologize in case social medias or the sound of this podcast has changed a little bit from last week. Had a bit of an issue with my hard drive where I lost everything because um, I wasn't <laughs> backing the, up everything. That's my own fault. You know, I was backing up issue. some things, um, work-related, luckily, uh, but podcast work-related... I was like, yeah, that'll be fine. Was not. Was not fine, apparently. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think audio-wise, we'll be fine. I'm going to need to make the intro again. Um, 
But yeah, we'll see. It should be all right. I think I know what I'm doing. Yeah, we've done this enough. We, we, know, yeah. we, know, we know what's going on. We're professionals. Professionals. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I know the socials are slightly different. Um, so I'll <laughs> each week I'll modify it a bit to try and get back where we were. Uh, so yeah, apologies if that's annoying and triggers anyone's OCD like it does mine. Uh, so yeah, that's all. What about yeah. your news, mate? Uh, again, another apology going into this. It is because uh, of the heat there. I have a fan in a different part of the room. So if you can hear that, I apologize. But if not, we are in essentially a sound booth uh, with no air conditioning, <laughs> with the windows closed and the doors closed for sound purposes. So if I didn't have this, I would probably have heat stroke in about 10 minutes. So if you can hear some sort of fan, please. Uh, for the sake of my health and the surviving of this podcast, <laughs> just ignore it for this episode. We appreciate it. Um, yes, moving quickly on uh, to the news. News. As you're redoing like the sounds and the like, the socials. Can you add like a little chime in there? What kind of? Should so I just make a jingle from all the times? Oh wait, I've lost all the times we've said news. <laughs> I have them still. I've I've got a fair few. Ah, well, maybe then for next week, I'll spend a few of my days off just making a news jingle. Try and recreate the, the BBC, like, um, the beat that happens. You know when you've got it on the phone, it's like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. Try and do that, but don't make it too similar because we don't want to be sued by the BBC. <laughs> um, I was going to say, of all the people you don't want to come after you, it's probably the BBC. Yeah. like you, You've seen their, like, um, their TV license guys. They've got the power yeah. just to come in your home and just mess you up. Well, they don't, though, do they? No, they do. Yeah, but they say they do, but do they? Yeah, they do. Uh, oh. If they if they really want to, they can get easily just be like, oh, I am coming in. Like, Not fair. Oh, okay. No. And then you know, the police come and they go, we sh- you should allow us in. You're like, oh, brilliant. okay. Uh, okay, my news this week... Uh, about dark matter that very very elusive and unknowing unknown uh matter of the universe but uh scientists have actually mapped out dark matter around some of the earliest most distant galaxies damn yeah so like galaxies appear Sorry, the 1.5 million galaxies appear as they were 12 billion years ago or less than 12, uh, 2 billion years ago after the Big Bang. And those galaxies to sort cosmic microwave backgrounds and light emitted during that time. So what they're essentially doing is they're using that distortion uh, called gravitational lensing to reveal the distribution of dark matter around those galaxies back in those times because they would have been closer together. So it would have been easier ah. to see. Like reverse mappage. Yeah, very, very clever. Very, very clever. Because it's, it's, you just, yeah, it's like just let, let's clump it all together. And because it's closer together, we'll, go, we'll have a higher chance of, of seeing it. Um, which, for those that don't know, dark matter is like a, an unknown massive substance that is kind of like not antimatter but in the same realm of i think it's like 70 percent ish of the matter in the universe is comprised of dark matter and we just don't know uh 
what it is. And scientists have never directly detected dark matter, but they can observe its gravitational effects in the cosmos. And that's what they're currently doing here is using gravitational lensing to see the gravitational effects that it has back in the past. So, yeah, absolutely crazy stuff going on in science. When is there not? Pretty Tom? wild. T- I mean, when is when is when next, is next thing we know, they'll be shooting dark matter with lasers. Yeah, and then we would be able to contain ourselves. <laughs> it's always with the lasers. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out a lot of science is just like awesome stuff with lasers. So to keep it short and sweet, that's what I'm going to say on the dark matter. Like ninety percent of physics is saying, "Ah, oh, this is this thing's weird." Yeah. I wonder what happens if we point a laser at it. And they just pick different lasers and different things happen, you know? And that is physics. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, it's weird. Weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. Really weird. Very yeah they, cool, they, can, they can do crazy stuff with, with lasers. Um, that's one of, one, of, one of the outtakes from the release was like, uh, the researchers have estimated a quantity called sigma-8, a measure of how clumpy matter is in the cosmos. <laughs> It's cool. Oh. Sigma is like a measure of how clumpy things are. I was like, it's a weird way to describe the dark matter. Being yeah. like, yes, yes, clumpy. <laughs> well, I mean, they've got to name it something. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. The measure of clumpiness, sigma. Right. Sigma A specifically. Yeah. Yes, for the universe. Yep. I wonder how important that number is specifically or whether that's just what it happens to be yeah do you know what i mean like does it relate to something yeah well, i guess clumpiness right yeah, yeah. <laughs> well we've nailed it there we go physics in action <laughs> right well <laughs> um so because of our feedback of dragging news out so much i have foregone it this week um I know, I know. Uh, or what I did find was just about spiders sleeping. So really, it's probably not that interesting Aww, to the majority of people. Sounds, but if it sounds, is, I'll cool. bring it back next week. Because maybe yeah. spiders dream. And what implications do that have for the rest of us thinking mammals? Well, uh, not that I, they're mammals, of course. They're I wouldn't say that's too outlandish because dogs dream. Yes, so why but you'd imagine so... that they are of a higher cognitive level and brain processing than a jumping spider. So why do these spiders go into REM stage sleeping? Um, that is actually has been paralleled to dogs and cats sleeping. Yeah. But we will come back to this next week then. Uh. Uh, otherwise, we will be here for another 10 minutes. <laughs> and it's, it would be like we're not listening to our feedback. So... Electric vehicles. Yeah. Well, interesting ele- stuff. Electricity, electric vehicles, you know. Yeah, electric vehicles stuff. being the uh, mode of transport for this episode, let's oh. say. We'll, uh, we'll take a left turn here and a right turn there, and maybe we'll <laughs> autopilot our way onto subjects like we AI. never intended yes. to cover. Oh, it's good. Um, I wanted to say what inspired me about this week's topic. Yeah. And hopefully it'll bring attention to one of my favorite series of all time. Well, one of them anyway. So all the way back in 2004, an amazing travel program was made. 
Uh, Ewan McGregor, obviously Obi-Wan Kenobi. We all, we all love that man. And his friend, who's another actor, Charlie Borman, they looked at a map and they went, ah, oh, you know, there's, there's pretty much a straight line here going from the UK east to New York. Um, so they took a couple of motorbikes and rode from London east all the way around the world to New York. The only part they didn't ride was like a 30-mile stretch between Alaska and Russia. Yeah. Because you literally cannot ride on that. But everything else, they rode. And it was really good. Um, they did the same thing in 2007. They went from North Scotland to South South Africa. But they just released a new series. I think it was last year or maybe a couple of years ago now. But I've only just watched it. Uh, Long Way Up, it's called. They go from the southern tip of Argentina all the way up to... Los Angeles, but this time they did it on electric Harley Davidson motorcycles. So it was really interesting to see the new way that they had to kind of plan a trip like this, yeah. and how charging points were obviously a massive thing. And they took two cars with them to like carry equipment and stuff like that as well. And they were prototypes; they were Rivian uh, electric vehicles. Okay, and they'd been made the first ever ones for that trip. And it was really interesting to see the technology going into it, how far it's come, what they needed to put in place along the trip, like charging stations, to actually make it possible. Um, so yeah, do yourself a favour, go watch it. It's Ewan McGregor. There's you know nothing not to love there. Do you know what's even more interesting? No, I thought, well, it's what's not more interesting than, than that. But they've actually done three because I remember watching one that wasn't one of the ones that you said. And I was like, I, I do, I have a recollection of those two going around, but there's a long way down, a long way round, and then a long way up. There's three. Yeah. I, li- I listed three. From London to New York is a long way round. Then from oh, okay. North Scotland to South South Africa is a long way down. And then, yeah, this current one is long way up. Apologies, I didn't hear you say the long way down one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, sorry. I, I never mentioned by name. That's me being stupid. Um, so yeah, long way round, long way down, long way up. Uh, unfortunately, you can only really find them on Apple TV. And while that's not inherently a bad thing, the Apple TV player is the worst streaming service I've ever used. <laughs> it's bad. It's like, you'll be watching it, and then it will just freeze, oh, and then dear. your screen will go black, and you can't find your mouse on the screen, and then <laughs> you'll... You'll manage to close the player down. You'll reopen it, right? Yeah. And then it'll take yeah. you back half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so out, of, out of them. Is, it's weird that they have such a hold on like technology for some silly inane reason. Um, but yeah. It is the worst streaming service I've ever used. And that includes literally anything from YouTube up to Netflix. Like anything in between. It yeah. is the worst one. So Apple, sort your shit out. Um, <laughs> Elsa, yeah. isn't it expensive? Like, it's not the cheapest, is it? It's five euros a month. Because I did the free week subscript, the free trial, and then I forgot to cancel it. Uh, Idiot. So now I've paid uh, five euros for a, an extra month. Yeah. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Um, so that's led us, hey, led us to this that's episode. Led us yeah, to, to this episode. Now. Yeah. Got any facts then? But I do have some facts about electric cars. Let me just pull them out one second. Um, they had to stop making them silent. 
Yeah, that's a weird one, isn't it? <laughs> Which, so in the UK, um, it was Priuses, wasn't it? That was like the first big electric vehicle. And it's right. surprisingly long amount of time, like long enough that it was the days that I was playing outside in my hometown, like out in the street. Uh, yeah. And my next door neighbor got hit by one because he didn't hear it coming. Uh, I'm trying not to smile and laugh. Yeah, yeah, because that's well, not funny. It's not. It wasn't like it's not like a debilitating like. That's that's getting the insurance involved, but like enough to be like, oh, oh that it's like bang. Um, but essentially, <laughs> what they they've had to do now is uh, from July 2019. There's actually a, a new. There was a new EU uh, legislation that meant that. All new electric cars and hybrid cars are legally required to admit an artificial noise so that they can easily be heard by cyclists and pedestrians. Uh, the noise kicks in about 13 miles per hour and below. So when you're like in the street or in your parking lot and you hear a electric car making that, like it's like a generic futuristic sci-fi noise, like the yeah. that is purely artificial. Yeah, <laughs> that is. That's no. there, so you don't get hit by it. <laughs> yeah, that is essentially it. That it doesn't actually need to make that noise whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, crazy. And stuff. it's not. And I mean, it is right. There's quite a few electric cars around here, um, because we're near San Marino, so they all bring their Fancy. expensive electric cars down Fancy to the beach. Electric cars to the beach. Um, and you you do not hear them at all. Yeah. It, they are surprisingly quiet. You'd think at least the tyres on the road would make some noise, but no. Yeah, but that depends on what tyres they buy. Because I, I bought some new tyres recently. It's one of the things oh, you, yeah. can, you can go and be like, I want minimal tyre noise, and then you have to pay premium for it. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Just like getting premium air inside your tyres. Yeah, when you, when you go for that premium air, oof, tastes yeah. better. That's the reason why. Yeah. Fixes yeah. your aircon as well. Ah, uh, don't. So it's, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a Golf Mark IV, all right? It's it's, uh, it's an old car. <laughs> she's been around the block a bit. It's been around many blocks in its time. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, which kind of part of me is just like, I should have got a fix. But, you know, it's no one, no one foresaw this kind of heat. Yeah. Maybe in no, the, the winter with the defrosting, it'll be a pain. But uh, and you know what? So that 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 was my one fun fact about electric cars. By the way, I don't, I don't have oh. any more. <laughs> nice. Oh, I've got a couple. Uh, Go the more I'm it. reading them, the more I'm like, oh, maybe they, maybe they're debatable. Okay. Uh, they're definitely things I'll come up. We'll come on to debatable facts. Um, <laughs> so the first debatable fact is hybrid cars produce ninety percent less pollutants than fossil fuel cars. Now I think it's phrased in a way that is true, as in the pollutants that come out of the car are 90% less than fossil fuel cars. Yeah. Which is correct. Hybrid yeah. cars, absolutely fantastic. Get them if you're not fully sold on the electric thing yet. Um, electric vehicles are actually much more efficient in their power usage than fossil fuel cars. Mm. And if you're not sold on getting them yet, according to a AAA survey, which I think is like our AA in the United States, which is like a roadside safety recovery thing uh 
96% of electric vehicle owners would get another one. Yeah. So... That's fair. They, they are coming along. They are. They're just... They're, they're not mass consumer ready, is my is my thing. But I think they are very close. And I will come on to the, the whole cost side of things yeah, I, shortly. Like, I can't see... Unless they get to, like, 10 to 15... Not going close. There are some. There are some like that. Um, but I think that the limiting factor, as we'll come on to, is batteries and production methods. Um, mm. But in today's current climate and climate change, I think we'll we'll see some changes fairly quickly. At least I hope so. But yeah, um, I went through what an electric car is. Oh, you like know, the, uh, the, de- the definition. Like, explain like I'm five, what is an electric car? <laughs> okay. Because I didn't know they're actually sorted into different types. So, an Hi- electric I- car is powered by an electric motor instead of a gas-powered combustion engine. Yeah. I marvel at my own genius sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Good, um, good but there are certain types of electric cars. There are three main types, in fact. Hybrid electric vehicles, yeah. which combine gas-powered engine with one electric motor. Yeah. Uh, a hybrid electric vehicle does not plug in, but it collects energy through regenerative braking. It the does. Toyota Prius mm-hmm. is one of the best known of these. Uh, are you going to come on to that later, or shall I explain that now? You can explain that now. Uh, so basically, regenerative braking is... When you brake, it uses the both kinetic and, and heat, I think, energy, and it stores it and actually uses it to charge up the battery, changes it into electric energy that can then, then be used to power the car later on. Uh, they have this in Formula One, very effective in Formula One, uh, if you've if anyone watches that. Who watches Formula um, One, Tom? Come on. Who watches Formula One? <laughs> what, what idiots? Who, who would watch that anyway? Snore. <laughs> How else am I going to get my nap on a Sunday? You know, yeah, I swear that's why people watch it, just so they can drink and beer and sit on the sofa. I don't know. I find it really interesting. First few laps, last couple of laps. Yeah, that, that's uh, it. Sleep like, in between. The, the, the middle bit is just so. I, it's not you know, though when you understand the whole pitting. It's, and it's the, not. The it's not for me. It's not for Fernando me. Like, Alonso being a bit of a prick. A class and B class racing to me is just infinitely like more interesting, and entertaining. Like, have you watched drone racing? I, I have watched drone racing. Yes, that is some intense stuff. That is really cool. Yeah, and uh, Formula E though, actually, you might like. No, I, no. watch Formula E highlights. No. Right, so, they've got so, an attack okay. mode. So, they've got fan right. boost mode. Right, it's like an actual video game. <laughs> so my issue with super high ends, both. Okay, everyone wants a sport. It's it's defined as a sport. Yeah some reason uh, i mean more than golf is a sport yeah at okay. least the drivers so lose like three to five kilograms of body weight each yeah. time they drive yeah it there is a physical aspect it it just really unless this, the thing is entertaining i just find it really dull like high-end football uh currently is just really clinical and i find that boring uh, i see what you mean yeah yeah i see what you mean and it's it's like one of the reasons like so because you just like they don't 
it's like watching high end, high, like super high end football. They don't make any like risky plays. It's all just like set pieces. You know when they're going to score because you can see it happening because of certain things. Like, do you know uh, England versus Sweden, the women's Euro match, when she did like the kickback in? No. Ah, uh, okay. Well, it it they went for a, for a goal. It bounced and then or it got passed to I can't remember what her name is, but then she did like a heel kick. Uh, right. and got it past everybody and scored a goal it was absolutely ph- phenomenal but like th- because of the way that men's game the way the the, the difference oh, i'll not say the difference in the levels but the way that the the what the money side is it becomes like so invested with so much technology and so much training and everything's so clinical and it's just like it's so dull i just I get you. when it comes when it comes down to what tire what tire the difference in tire pressure causes speed like yeah, if you're an engineer, I can understand your interest in that, but I just find it really dull. <laughs> like, it's yeah, not no, that's me. fair. There was there was a lot of engineering going on there behind the scenes that a yeah. lot of people don't can't be bothered to learn, and, and it's fair. Um, but anyway, the, the, touring to... car, the touring car stuff is just like, yeah, here's a Lamborghini Aventador versus some Bentley that's been souped up, and they just like rub and racing all the time. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I could, I, I, I accept that. I accept it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, right back to electric cars yes what about them battery electric vehicles is the third and final type also known as an all electric car and needs to be plugged in to recharge if you're thinking of a Tesla you are correct that yeah. is EV that is it yes EV EVV EV, HEV PHEV you know we've got all these acronyms throwing around yeah um, how do they work what do you mean under the work? Is what we'll explore in the show a little bit, I suppose. Batteries, production, uh, efficiency, maybe. Ah, okay. I, I went more like, what is a battery? What is electricity? That kind of stuff. I thought we'd, we'd yeah. start, start at the beginning. Let's do that. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll hand the steering wheel over to you. Yeah, because when you plug, when you when you get your electric vehicle and you you plug it into a wall, what is actually happening? Where are you getting that? Where are those where are those electrons coming from? Where, essentially where, where do you be getting your electricity and this is a crucial point for you fledgling scientists and fellow people that want to learn things uh you cannot create electricity is it rule three of thermodynamics no that's you can't create energy yeah which is electricity is a form of you can't you can only right. You can but only you can transform. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you can't create it. You can only transform or turn it into something else, which is essentially transform. Yeah, you can't but you create can it. create electricity. Oh, mate, you can't create electricity. <laughs> what? You generate it. Then. Yes, you generate. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. You right. generate electricity. You cannot create. You generate it, it but like it. It wasn't there before, and then it is. That is a form of creation. Because, but it, you've just transformed wind energy, kinetic energy, into electricity. So yes. technically it's created. The electricity mm. is created. But it's just a transformed form of the kinetic energy that it was once in the wind. Okay, I will disagree. We'll, we'll agree to disagree, like, because it's a form of energy that is just converted. I, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, essentially, but you're yes. not creating any energy. Yeah, for uh, sure. there are 
a few different ways that you can generate and like this because i kept doing it when i was doing my research i was like oh there's, there's a certain way a few ways that you can create uh energy and i was like no it's not it's not <laughs> it it's not it brain what are you doing to me so that's not the one um so first one is uh you've got well <laughs> generators this is the first one generators <laughs> who that thunk it? who would have thought generators that generate uh so this is things like uh, wind turbines, which usually provide electrical generation in conjunction with other methods of producing power. Um, electrical generators transform kinetic energy into electricity. Uh, I think that is true for all of them, even hydro. It's all kinetic energy that is now being transferred. There's some new ones that um, I think some well, China... thermal's not. But it, but it is, though, isn't it? Because it's turning oh, something. Oh, because of the steam. Yeah. Yeah. Strange, strange things are happening. Strange things happening. Um, I was trying to think of one that wasn't. Is that a China- Toy Story song? No, it's not. It is Stop. one though, isn't it? Uh, get the time. Everybody uh. just coming down. Uh, I think, I, can't remember, I think it's China, but they come up with a new one that is pretty much like a turbine that sits on the uh, seabed. And then generates it that way when the tide's going in and out instead of up and down. Because yeah. there's, there's there's some that currently float that go in yes. really tidal regions. They 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 pull them set, like pull cables apart and put them together. Because that's how I think a couple of them work. But uh, yeah, there's some really awesome stuff going on at the moment with with that kind of kind of thing. Really think, efficient as well. Other ones that do it as well. Yes, oh, you've highly got highly efficient tidal subtitle and like on, on top of the waves as you were saying thermal thermal yes uh you said we said wind oh my, my brain is solar solar um solar is a different one to these to a generator and i'll come on to why oh, uh, right. okay so the next one we've got is uh electrochemistry so electrochemistry is the direct transformation of chemical energy into electrical energy, as in a battery. Electrical chemical electric electricity generation uh, is important in like portable and mobile applications. So that's like uh, your A batteries or your what are they called portable chargers. Oh yes, uh, that they are all uh, electrochemistry generating, uh, which has primary cell such as a common zinc carbon battery act as a source uh, power source directly but there's a secondary cell so i.e rechargeable batteries are used for storage systems rather than the primary generation system and they yeah there's fuel cells which can be used to extract power either from natural fuels or synthesized fuels it's a it's a great great thing that's happening fantastic stuff really it really is it really really is um just everything that's happening with the electrical because that, that, that's the current issue that they found is like we are creating a lot of electricity but a lot of it's wasted because it's either not yeah. being used and then for i guess decays um and so there's, there's there's a few trial things that are going on one of the things that um a company that i shall not name electric electrical companies is they are looking at selling 
if you've got a electric vehicle or a something like a Tesla battery on the side of your house, at times where there's more draw from the grid or the grid needs it, you can essentially sell energy from your house or your car back to the grid so that it's not just sitting, waiting, and then producing, wasting uh, away. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. It, it means there's less wastage on total for, for everybody. Well, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, I thought it was, you know, as I came up, I was like, yeah, you should be chuffed with that. Good idea. Um, yeah, it's like if you've got an old toy that has a couple of AA batteries in and you're just not using them anymore, that electricity has gone to waste. Yeah. It's just sat there. And over time, you'll come back to use the toy again and it'll be out of battery. Yes. Not because it's been used, just because mm-hmm. the electricity has dissipated or the energy. The, the chemicals have broken down uh, and yeah. therefore they cannot create electrons anymore. Uh, and our final, final method of generation is photovoltaic effect. The or the photovoltaic, photovoltaic effect, which is what you said. It, it just sounds cool, doesn't it? It does. And it, do you know what? It seems like magic when you get into it. Like the photon just like knocks into an electron and like moves it, and then that just keeps happening. So the photovoltaic <laughs> effect is the transformation of light, so photons, into electro- electrical energy, so uh, electrons. So this could be solar cells, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So the photovoltaic panels, they convert sunlight directly into DC electricity. So that's direct current uh, electrical power. And power inverters then convert them into AC, which is alternating electricity if needed. Which do we we, we don't need to go into uh, (laughs) some sort of physics lesson about AC, DC. One, like go is is a direct current so it just keeps going current like all the time and the other is like it flickers and it's like wait uh with old cameras that refresh rates are too low you can see it in like fluorescent tube bulbs it looks like they're flickering slightly that's to do with their the rate that they get refreshed so that the hurts essentially um yeah it hurts their feelings uh, that's my feelings. You saying things like that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. Mute my microphone. <laughs> yeah. So back uh, when I think they started running all these government plans to try and you know get people to have more uh, electrical panels on their house, so solar panels, they were very they weren't the best technology of the time, but newer solar cells um are now really really efficient and some of the new stuff that they're bringing out now is absolutely crazy uh, how well it can yeah. produce it i remember like when they first came out they're like oh you know you get this subsidized and then in five years you would have made your money back yeah whereas now it's not that long I mean, maybe you're paying a bit more for them now because the technology is a bit more so advanced. Now what, what I'm they, unsure. Now, what they did was they currently reduced the amount of money you get from selling the electricity. Ah, because capitalism because making too much. Yeah, capitalism is a terrible thing and should go burn. Um, <laughs> why do why do incentivize? Uh, you know, it would help taxes out if you could do it. I reckon they would because they have the the blackouts, don't they? Oh they, yeah, they had them last. If they could, you know harness some of that electrical power and store it in like the tesla-esque things um yeah but then you'd actually have 
the government helping its people. <laughs> and uh, why would they do that? Say? We're trying to say it all. Um, yeah, no. Texas, agreed. bloody hell. Uh, what, what's on? What's wrong with Texas? Nothing, mate. Beautiful yeah. state. It, Definitely um, shouldn't secede. I... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, I'm political. Right, there's the alarm. Where's yeah. the political alarm? We're not going down that road. <laughs> so when we talk about uh storing energy that has been converted into electrical power, we are using batteries. But what is a battery, Tom? Oh, I didn't actually have the definition for a battery. Is okay. that a little thing you, you plug into <laughs> a Game Boy? Okay. This yeah, sort yeah. of thing now? So, um, uh, a battery is a device that stores chemical energy and then converts into electrical energy when it is needed or when you're using it. Clever how they know that, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, what happens is a chemical reaction in a battery uh, involves the flow of electrons from one material, so electrode, to another through an external circuit. The flow of electrons provide an electrical current that can be used to do whatever you're doing at the time. For me, I'm currently using a fan. And a computer, and way too much probably. Um, so to balance the flow of electrons, charged ions also throw through an electrolyte solution that is in contact with both of the electrodes. And the different electrodes and electrolytes produce different chemical reactions that affect how the battery works and how much energy it can store and its voltage. Pretty wild, really. Do you know what? There's some points in history I'm like, how did someone make this? <laughs> like yeah how what was the situation they went you know what we're gonna put some chemicals in a box right <laughs> and we're gonna stack them on top of each other gonna stack them on top of each other yeah and then we're gonna throw some uh some electrolytes in there right and then we're gonna just turn it on and see what happens yeah and then i'm gonna put this hunk of metal on this end <laughs> this hunk of metal on this end yeah and, and then light bulb uh, <laughs> literally light bulb effects yeah I'm sure there's a really interesting story behind that. Yeah, because that's maybe, maybe we'll look at that in the future. When they like started producing um, the converting like kinetic energy into electrical energy, it was the two the copper discs, wasn't it? Oh, when wait. They, they, they do, you, do you know how this works? <laughs> what the, the the two copper discs spinning? Oh no, sorry. Uh, I was going to say the the discovery of the battery. <laughs> oh no, have you got it? Have you just have you just googled it? I've just googled it. Right. Yeah. Uh, sorry to to interrupt. We'll no, come go back to that go in a for second. it. In 1780, an Italian biologist called Luigi Galvani oh, discovered Luigi. that when two different types of metal came into contact with a dead frog's leg, an electrical current ran between them and caused the leg to twitch. Yeah. This is said to mark the first discovery of the principle behind <laughs> batteries. So, as with anything, uh, Italians were just trying to find a way to cook food <laughs> and discovered a feat of engineering. Good for them. Good for them. Um, shortly after that, Alessandro Volta, in 1800, stacked discs of copper and zinc as I think you're about to go on to now. No, mine was about the working out how you can create, like, how turbines can actually make energy. Oh, yes. They had the two really large copper wheels that they span, and then in the middle of it, 
it produced a um a spark and then from that oh. they, they drew that away into a frog's leg apparently yeah <laughs> i mean what else are you going to be doing your freaky experiments on yeah also using the frog legs to create poison at the same time because don't if i you, mean isn't that in um sherlock holmes movie where they, one guy creates the poison by running the electrolyte solution and he has the frog legs in. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, poison. I don't know. I'm telling you, mate, it's how it happens. Oh, right, you're telling me. Sorry, yeah. Oh, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> so, like, so, like <laughs> those pesky Italians. What would they Honestly, think of mate. The, What would they think of next, huh? You walk down a street here, you can't find someone who's not trying to cook frog's legs in some weird way. <laughs> Elevent nuclear fusion next. <laughs> oh dear me! Well, yeah. I was watching the um, James May's like travel through Italy. Ah, yes, quite good. Would, would recommend Grace's. Uh, she was watching the most of it, and I just tagged on at the end. But they've got uh, the the nuclear not for nuclear facility, but the the laboratory under the mountain. Yes, they do to try yeah. and find exotic particles. Yeah, it's very interesting stuff. And the, the the show is very good as well. It is. I would recommend it. Covers a whole load of things. They went to the. I, I was thinking of recreating his journey. Okay. In the next week. Just for it was a thought. Well, yeah. If you go and see the knockoff Shire, don't send me a photo because it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go down and get one of those hats. Yeah. And buy a house for a euro. Yeah, that's the thing at the moment, isn't there? Yeah. The thing is, you have to live there for a certain amount of time, don't you? Or you get penalised. Yeah, you have to get it. You have to do up the outside, at least restore it to its former... Former? three or five years, yeah. It can't be like a new new style. It has to be former glory. Yeah, yeah, no. Former glory all the way. Oh, that's a bit poo. That's just the South, mate. <laughs> Tradition the whole, the whole is South. Trump. Okay. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that's sad. Time to hear. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move moving back on. So, Tom, what else you got? Like, um, I was going to speak about the actual batteries a little bit inside the cars. Okay, go for it. So, obviously, the whole reason that electric vehicles exist is the batteries, uh, but I wanted to go over them a little bit more in specific. So, if you're listening and you're thinking about an electric car, maybe, uh, you can understand the impact a bit better. Hmm. So, an electric vehicle battery is a traction battery. And, obviously, it's rechargeable. Yeah. Or, as as I covered before in the other things. But the important thing is here that they are deep cycle batteries. Now, these batteries are designed to be regularly deeply discharged using most of its capacity. This is what they used to be like back in the day. Uh, It was better when you had your old phone back in the early 2000s it was better to fully discharge it and then charge it again. Whereas now, it's better to keep your batteries at a higher charge level mm-hmm. uh, to sustain their life. Uh, so batteries for electric vehicles are characterized by the high, their relatively high power-to-weight ratio, specific energy, and energy density. Obviously, smaller, lighter batteries are desirable, um, but that's technology advancing along the way. Mm-hmm. The most common one you'll see, though, is the lithium-ion batteries or the lithium-polymer battery. We love the lithium here, if you couldn't tell. Yep. Got a lot of stocks in lithium. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yep. Um, so a lithium ion and the mechanistically similar lithium polymer batteries were initially mm. developed for laptops and phones and things like that because the high energy density and long cycle life that they have. Yeah. Um, and so they become the leading type of battery for use in electric vehicles. That might change. We might find a better... Yeah. Plus they're quite dangerous. Have I, have I told you the story of uh, me nearly burning down a house because of a battery? No. Please, do do tell. <laughs> so it was Mitchell's second year of university, uh, came from an apprenticeship. It's not got the most amount of money in the world. So I got given a iPhone 6 that was, wasn't working very well. Um, and this is no mean like pointy things that the person that donated the, the iPhone 6 very much appreciated at the time. It was a good phone. Um, but essentially it was like the battery was gone the speaker was busted and i was like i i've got some technical skills i can i can repair this uh so i opened it up slowly which is like yeah that's fine this is all good this is normal done this before the iphone 5 um i noticed that the obviously because the battery was dying it was bulging because that's what happens Ah. when lithium batteries they get old and they don't work anymore they start to bulge (laughs) Uh, and i was like okay that's fine i'll just take it out well, I didn't realize that what happened is like the a metal bit had like sheared off the case and positioned itself like along the battery. So as I took the battery uh, out, it was like lighting a flare in my hand because the whole oh no. thing was like a two foot flame that went off. Um, and essentially, obviously, I dropped it because that's what you do when a flame appears in your hand. <laughs> yeah, when um, you're not a sorcerer. Yeah, like I'm just not like, ha here we go. Uh, I dropped it onto the floor. It burnt the floor, melted the floor. I then patted some of the, fl- I tried to pat some of the flames out with a blanket, which rest in peace is now gone because it melted the, pl- it melted my blanket. And then I picked it up with some cardboard and threw it out my window. <laughs> I don't blame you. Like, I mean, you got it out of the house. Yeah. And there were, there, and there were like, there were other people in, in said house. This is why I was just like, I need to like get this out. Cause like, I cannot be the person that burnt down a house during second year. You need to get that deposit back. Do you know what's what really interesting? Uh, there was an email from the landlords to myself saying that they're going to replace the carpets next year. So I only lost 54 pounds for my room. Oh, tasty. And I was like, when I got to the end, I was like, Oh, Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. I don't have to pay for the, the like the whole room. I can just like this is a little bit of damage that of the underlay that left in place. Not my issue. Beautiful. Fantastic stuff. So yeah, that's how I uh, nearly burnt down a house with a battery. Always have a bucket of sand near you. Is my my new like bucket of sand jar of dirt. <laughs> like yeah, always have them near you because yeah, you can get some right pickles with like you can batteries. Yeah. But this is the thing. Back up your data as well. You know, other (laughs) things we're learning from today's show. Yeah. This is the thing that people people have said about um, how, like, are electric cars safe? Yeah. It's it's all around the, like, yeah, it's fine if, like, a car crashes because, you know, the petrol tank will blow up. Like, that's the equivalent. But they're like, batteries are more unstable. So if you're getting a crash, it's more likely to go bang. And I think, like, one has gone bang in the past. I don't know how long. Um, 
Yeah, it's definitely concerning. And also, it's new, right? Yeah. I'm sure the combustion engines were a, a thing as well. I mean, you're literally setting fuel on fire in a controlled manner. Yes. And hoping it doesn't go to <laughs> an uncontrolled manner every time you step in a car, essentially. But yes. Um, and that is like the pure lithium-ion batteries. However, mm. recent EVs, electric vehicles, are using new variations on lithium-ion chemistry Okay. That sacrifice energy and specific power. So specific power is like the amount of power that the battery can provide per like kilowatt hour compared to its density. Okay. Right. So obviously you want that to be as high as possible. Yes. Because then you can get more power out of a certain uh, size battery. Mm-hmm. So they are sacrificing specific energy and specific power to provide fire resistance, environmental friendliness, rapid charging, and longer lifespans. So you may sacrifice miles, kilometers, like distance on one charge, but the battery's going to last longer. You can charge it quicker. It's better for the environment because you're not packing as much lithium in one battery. Mm. um, And they are more fire resistant. Yes, the the new ones they're also more, they can actually recycle them to make new batteries on them, can't they? Oh yeah, that is a thing, isn't it? Which yeah. is incredible. Because the if old possible. ones, yeah, it's just like it's one and done. Yeah, but these ones, it's like oh yeah, you can actually, you know, it's not it's not it, it's not over. Yeah. So the 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 new variants, some of them contain phosphates, titanates, spinels. Um, have been shown uh, with the A123 types that use lithium iron phosphate to last more than 10 years and more than 7,000 fully charged and discharged cycles. So how many? Which is not bad. 7,000 charged, Seven discharged cycles. Thousand. Yeah, because it's quite interesting in other... Uh, That's, what, it, 20 if, years? Yeah. Well, if sure you were we- charging it every day? If we had it have them in the West as much. Um, but in uh, Asia, they've gone for like um, mopeds and bikes and cars and stuff that have like quick changeable batteries and have like a bank of like 20 yes. charging pods and you drive up and you change your battery that you've got and you yeah. drive off. I always thought it was That's a, a good way to do it. This is a great way of doing it, yeah. Yeah. Um, new data has shown that exposure to heat and the use of fast charging so instead of using like a normal charger but fast charging yeah specifically degrades lithium-ion batteries more yeah. than age and actual years. use saying this for and that years. the average electric vehicle battery will retain 90 percent of its initial capacity after six and a half years yeah there's this information it's like so it's not yeah. yeah it's not actually the charging wireless itself that does it but it is the heat, and that always incurs when you're doing like wireless charging. I've said for years that like, it's worse for your battery to wireless charge, and people have been telling me, like, yeah, no, it's not. I'm like, it is. Don't, there you go. Don't, don't and... wirelessly charge a car. Yeah. Because that was the idea, wasn't it? <laughs> it was when you, they would they wanted to put them under road. So when you like oh, yeah. came into a traffic lights or you like slowed down at all, you essentially could charge your vehicle on the go. Um, but you know, it's great idea, but you're gonna get people yeah. like, I'm not going on that road, it's gonna microwave me. <laughs> yeah, 
Indeed. Um, and the, the last thing to do with batteries I wanted to cover is cost. Yes. Now, in 2010, 12 years ago, the cost of these lithium-ion batteries for cars was around $750 per kilowatt hour. Now, however, per kilowatt hour, it's around $132. And obviously, we hope that's only going to improve. And this is important because there was a few studies conducted, but one of note was by a battery professor, of all things, uh, Paul Norby. And he said that the kilowatt hour price of batteries needs to be brought down to around $100 to have a significant impact on fossil fuel cars. Mm -hmm. Now, we're at $132, so we're pretty close. But factor in, uh, climate change seems much more prescient now than it was 12 years ago. And also (laughs) the current climate of fuel economy and prices is another thing. I think we may see a more rapid switch to electric. I'm hoping at least. Yeah, uh, it's for, for me, it's, it's, it's an interesting dilemma because it's like regular people just cannot afford electric cars. It's it's just a... Like they would have to be heavily subsidized for like for me to go for one. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they... Because they... Because I know, I know, I know the thing in the UK is it's it's was it twenty twenty six new cars have to you can't have a purely petrol or diesel new car it has to be a hybrid hybrid or somewhere in between. Yeah, and that I doesn't decided, prevent you from like secondhand buying a car. Yeah, but it's do you remember that the 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 buyback scheme for cars that happened ages ago when we were young? Yeah. It completely and utterly demolished the second-hand car market to the point where we're in the current state that we are, and I th- I have a bad feeling that that will happen again, to be honest. Uh, and we'll have a, a situ where people just won't be able to afford cars, but they do. It will have to be on finance, and you know you can buy for cars on finance. I'm personally against it, but I understand people's positions aren't always the same as mine. So yeah, yeah, difficult one. Let's see. I'm looking at cheap electric cars. Yeah. Twenty thousand. Yeah, even twenty thousand. That's, that's for a that's, smart car. That's utterly ridiculous. So, like, that's I, a two seater. That's maddening. Yeah, I had I had a look at like the best, what was deemed like the best, cheapest electric cars, and even the one that doesn't look like a complete and utter tin box, which is the Honda E, which is the highest ranked out of all the new ones, is still twenty eight thousand. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not going to be spending that much on a car ever in my life. Hopefully, probably, most likely. (laughs) (laughs) If I did, I've won the lottery. So there's that. Yeah. Um, I get it. You can get a nearly new one for as little as 16,000. Nearly new. Nearly new. Yeah. Nearly new. You know, do you really... Because that's the thing. Do you really want to be buying a second-hand electric car compared to a combustion engine because combustion engines notoriously last longer so I don't know no, I, still, I still get a second hand electric car that's fine okay depends if there's a warranty on the battery I guess because yeah. if, you, if you buy like and a 17,000 like, pound I... battery uh, 17 pound car and then have yeah, to spend no, sure. another 10,000 replacing the batteries because a lot of these electric car companies like Tesla are really anal uh, about the whole 
right to repair. You have to take it back to theirs. It has to be their stuff. It costs yeah, worse than Apple. Yeah, Tesla are, yeah. Um, yeah, just... No, I, I totally get that. I think it's just the future that we're going, that we need, is electric vehicles. Uh, obviously, we're not in a place for a lot of people to actually afford that or be supported by uh, even, let's say, developed governments. Um <laughs> heavy quotation marks around the <laughs> yeah. side of things there. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so yeah, it, it's a difficult one. Obviously, if you're looking at it from a purely like scientific point of view, what do we need to do? What's going to make a massive impact? That will. Is it realistic from a humanitarian or like actually thinking like a human uh, and like, you know, like you have feelings for other people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's more difficult for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it is. Uh, like, it's the, it's the, the the, the the quite thin line debate between afford what can you afford as a person and what morally do you want to want to do because that that, yeah. that creeps into everything into like the, we're currently in a cost of living crisis then it creeps into everything like do I go and buy like free range eggs that I know are morally better for the chickens and they're treated better or do do I buy the ones that I can afford like where yeah. where is that line and that line will constantly get pushed back for people just you know being able to eat and it live. changes week to week month to month yeah. you know uh, for, for each person it's like okay yeah, i really want to eat healthy and take care of myself um but okay I'll, it's going to cost me three times as much yeah to eat fruit and veg mm-hmm. and i'll have to go twice in the week so it doesn't go off yeah there's that and like there's all these and like i want to eat the local things not the kiwis that have come from ecuador you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> weirdly specific example <laughs> but you get what i mean like it's uh it can be very difficult yeah it really can especially in the uk here it's a lot easier uh, in terms of getting locally sourced things yeah um, it's much sad. much easier here than it is in the uk I found, but I guess it changes mm-hmm. uh, in your your region. Indeed. All right, uh, we're coming up to the hour. Yeah, we didn't get into. We've done quite well there. Yeah, AI didn't even get into any of that kind of stuff. Sustainability. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll come back to that at another point. I mean, you know what? Why don't next episode we conclude electric car? And AI stuff, right. and then go on to artificial intelligence. Oh, that's that. a rabbit hole. Yeah, you're shoving sure. us down there. <laughs> sure, it's AI. Do we want to do AI this early? I think we could. I think we can melt our brains a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> artificial intelligence. And Why not? Neural networks. Yeah. Oh, that's some fun stuff. That is. Yep. And then, oh, right. you know what? You know, what? I, we can I, spur yeah. the robot uprising. Yeah, because. There's a very interesting thing that we're going with AI and science and how it's being used as a, what do they call it? A horizontal transfer of knowledge. Right. When they, they there's one area of science where they find something that really cool, like artificial, uh, artificial intelligence, and they push it across to the other areas. Ah, oh, right. It's like other areas are just like lateral. using the same lateral? thing. Lateral yeah. movement. It's yeah. lateral. Yeah. yeah, lateral movement of like intelligence is always great. Yeah, so we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, if you're listening a few episodes back, we talked about the 
you, I think you mentioned it, the AI that picked out the bread in Japan. Yes. And then ended up being really good for cancer cell searching. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, really weird, really weird stuff. But very, very cool. Often makes for a much better story. Mm -hmm. And weirdly better designed than the actual person making the thing, which I imagine is quite sad. Mm -hmm. All right. I guess that'll bring us to a wrap then. Don't forget, share those with your friends, family, co-workers, scientists, especially physicists today. We dunked on them a little bit, so apologies. (laughs) But uh, yeah, if they they don't realise that physics is just lasers yet, then show them this and they will understand. Mm -hmm. If you want more information, then head on over to our Twitter, at InfoEntropyPod. Instagram is InformationEntropyPod. And of course, we're on any directory in which you can find a podcast don't forget to share give us a like a rating a comment tell us what you think and yeah we'd be more than happy to cover any topic that you have in mind so hit us up and uh yeah we'll be there yeah we will watching sick always (laughs) always watching (laughs) Mazowski yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anything for you to mention after that mate I don't really want to oh I want that to be the final thing that's said on this episode is you making All a right. Monsters Inc reference <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair. All right. that's fair we shall catch you guys down the rabbit hole next week then hopefully in a cooler zone in a, in a, in a cooler area of the world and timeline yeah we'll yeah. switch over to the cool timeline next week hopefully yeah this is the darkest. All right. We'll switch over to the coolest. And um, put that bit, that thing back where you came from. What's the? So help me. What's the song? So help me. So help me. Yeah. So help me. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>